Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. This is David Villa, and you're listening to Game Changer Live. And we're going to have a great, great podcast today. We're going to talk about attitude of expectancy. And so at this very moment, based on what you just heard, that we're going to be talking about how to have an attitude of expectancy, why we should have an attitude of expectancy, expect great things, right? As believers, then I want to challenge you to even shift your thinking about this podcast this very second. I want you to begin to expect that God's going to speak to your heart. He's going to touch you. He's going to set your path into a new and different and positive direction. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. If you're listening on uh, our uh, if you're listening and not watching on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, I want to thank you. Make sure that you share that with someone and ask them to subscribe to our podcast on one of those three platforms. Also, if you're watching this, I want to welcome our Twitter Live audience, our YouTube Live, Instagram Live, and our Facebook Live. And if you can comment, comment. If you can share it, share it. Also, we're going to post into the group, uh, into the comments on Facebook Live, as always, our uh, Facebook group, Game Changer Group. Look up, if you're listening to this on other platforms, you can go to Facebook and you can type in David Villa's Game Changer Group. We'd love to have you in there with 6,000 other individuals that love the Lord, that love people, and that I promise you will encourage you on a regular basis. All right, so let's dive right into this thing. Listen, so today we're going to discuss attitude of expectancy, attitude of expectancy. And I'm going to tell you this right off the cuff, man, right? Attitude of expectancy doesn't just happen, right? Here's the deal. Let me just talk a little bit about an attitude. You know, my kids were growing up, you know, I mean, and, and, and those of you that have children can relate to this. And even as adults, I mean, people that, that, that I've worked with, people that, I've, that have worked for me and, uh, you know, clients, right, myself included, you know, have had bad attitudes. And here's the reality. When we talk about attitudes, we talk about attitudes from typically the perspective of a negative attitude. That person, you have an attitude, which automatically is equated to a negative attitude. And a lot of times <clears throat> that can be the case, but how many know that you can have a positive attitude? You can be purposeful about your attitude. Let me say it this way. An attitude of expectancy starts with a choice. All right. So let's talk about attitude of expectancy. We have to choose our attitude on a daily basis. We have to choose our attitude on a daily basis. And here's the deal. Before I go any further, it's on a daily basis. And sometimes you may have to even choose it on an hourly basis. You can't do it on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. Why? Because that is too big of a span. It's too long, right? And you're going to find that if you do not measure your attitude on at least a daily basis, if you wake up, you could have a great day yesterday and then something happened overnight or you wake up with a kink in your neck or you wake up and then an employee calls in sick or you wake up and something happens, right? Something goes wrong. Something just doesn't quite go as right as you wanted it to. Maybe you kick your day off with somebody backing out of a deal or maybe you're, you know, maybe one of your children have a, have, a, have something going on in, in, in your life or you find out that you know you had, you're walking through a situation financially whatever it is then you could you could wake up the day after a really good day and something triggers a bad attitude so you have to choose our attitude on a daily basis right ultimately listen to this your attitude is going to either be positive negative or neutral and here, that's the reality right you're going to have a positive attitude you're going to have a negative attitude or neutral attitude. And you know, I want to just say something for a second. You know, we always like to pick on the negative attitudes. And the negative attitude is one of the easiest things to change. <clears throat> because the reality is nobody wants to have a negative attitude. I, I found that somebody 
typically fell into over a course of time, like a rut or, or, or a slump doesn't happen right in an hour. And typically somebody gets into that negative attitude. And if you trace it back to the beginning, there was a period of time where just something didn't go our way. And the decision that we made at that very moment on how we handled that circumstance, if we didn't make the right decision, we made the wrong decision, or we didn't make a decision, it usually spirals us into a slow fade a slow fade that ultimately keeps us and gets us into a position of a negative attitude. But no one likes having a negative attitude. And if you confront somebody in love, right, and you bring that to their attention, you can you find someone willing to probably climb their way out of it with help and encouragement. But there's something about a neutral attitude that I want to speak to for a second. Listen, you don't say anything negative. You don't say, matter of fact, you don't say anything. You're just there. And you're just, you know, you just have this look on your face or you just have this, this aura about you. I'm going to tell you something. You're not only doing a detriment to those around you because that affects like a silent cancer. It affects the team around you. If you're on a team, it affects your family. It affects your marriage. It affects your home. It affects everything around you. It affects your finances. It affects your children. It affects your job. It affects your coworker, but it also affects you. So an attitude of expectancy is one of choice. We have to choose on a regular basis. So our attitude is either going to be positive, negative, or neutral. And here's the deal. The choice is yours. Isn't that a great thing? You look at it and you go, you, you immediately would think, you know, that you don't think of that as a positive statement. But here's the reality. The reality is I get to choose whether or not I have a positive attitude or not. And look, I want to speak to this. I don't want this to be like, um, this isn't some self-help uh, deal here. I don't want you to look at this as like David's bringing some positive stuff today. I want to speak to you from the, from the word of God and from the perspective of a man, from a man of faith. Hopefully I'm listening to some folks and you understand that, look, I'm not positive by nature. I'm positive because the word of God in my life is active and alive. I'm positive and I choose to have a good attitude, whether I feel like it or not, not always, but I try to on a regular basis. Why? Because I walk by faith, not by sight. And the reality is this, I have to implement and insert the word of God on a regular basis. And I have to do this. Look, God doesn't care how I feel or what I say, right? He cares. He cares about what his word says. And I, I want to line my feeling up with how, what he says in his word. Because here's the deal. You go, wait a minute, my feelings matter to God. Well, they don't matter too much because the reality is why would God say we walk by faith, not by sight? Because every time I walk by sight, I'm beginning to embrace the way I feel based on what I see, based on my surrounding, based on my circumstances. I believe this, that we can make a decision based on God's word, or we can make the decision based on the circumstances around us. Look, I'm human being just like you are, and I'm not judging you because the reality is maybe today I'll make a decision that is the wrong decision based on the circumstances around me. That's the beautiful thing about bleeding red blood, right? We're in this together, but here's the reality. It doesn't change the truth of the word of God. The truth is that God said, I walk by faith, walk by faith, not by sight. And so we can make a decision based on the word of God or based on our circumstances. We can make that decision based on what Jesus says or based on what our circumstances say. Can I say this? Jesus is greater than circumstances. He's always greater than circumstances. Come on now. You remember in school, I didn't do well in school, but I do remember there was a less than and a greater than sign, right? And Jesus is greater than sign than circumstances. Come on now, that'll preach, that'll preach, that'll preach. So I want to give you guys some tips on how to have an attitude of expectancy because listen, it really starts with our thinking, right? It starts with our thinking. But in by the way, if, if, if it's in our heart, how, how we think, right, is how we're going to act. How we think is how we're going to speak. And I want you to understand as a person of faith, listen, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but you, you have to, who 
I got to stop for a second and I got to get off of my lesson for just a minute and I got to get on a slight rabbit trail and I got to speak to those that I believe are fearful with what's going on. But I got to share something with you as a believer, as a believer. Listen to me, believers. Listen to me. The word of God says that you are an heir of God. You are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. It's time that we begin to speak the word of God. It's time that we begin to look at our circumstances that are around us, the circumstances that are so dark and heavy in this world. They dictate and they narrate, they narrate what life we're going to live on a regular basis. If we're not careful, we just become like herds of cattle or sheep, and we just begin to be led into the direction that the world says we should go. But I'm here to tell you that that the economy that you live by is not the world's economy. You live in the economy that God has in store for you as a believer. He said, I will supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He says, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. He says that by his stripes, you're healed. Begin to buy into not the narrative that the world has laid out ahead of you. Listen, I know there's some real stuff going on. I know there's some facts going on, but I want to speak some truth to you. I'm trying to instill faith in the hearts of men and women watching me right now. The truth of the matter is that God is still on the throne and the, this world is not the end result, but there's an eternity waiting and God came for a purpose and that purpose is to touch the lives of every single man, woman, and child that's ever lived or will ever live. And, and, and there's the word of God and, and heaven will pass away. Earth will pass away, but my word, he says, will not pass away. Whose word will you believe? Whose report will you believe? If God's for you, who, what can stand against you? I'm talking, like, tell the enemy, get up in your house, get up in your situation. And I'm not preaching at you right now. I'm preaching at myself right now, with you right now. Let's stand as a unit of faith and let's stand in our homes and let's stand in our communities and let's speak not what thus saith the, the news media, but let's say what thus saith the Lord God Almighty. Do we believe this thing that we live or do we not believe it? Do we believe that there's power in the name of Jesus or do we not believe it? Do we believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever or do we not believe it? Do we believe there's a name above every other name? Listen, there's a name above COVID. There's a name above poverty. There's a name above racial, racial dissension. There's a name above uh, division. There's a name above, uh, above, above anger. There's a name above animosity. There's a name above all names. And that name is Jesus Christ. He is the son of the living God. He's, he is the, the alpha and the omega. He is the first and the last. He is the beginning and the end. He is, he is, he is all knowing. He was, he was around from the, from the beginning. He was around now and he'll be around tomorrow. Come on. He, he's not going anywhere. He, he hasn't fallen off of his throne, laying on the ground saying, I've fallen and I can't get up. He's not down getting a COVID test. Come on now. I'm not talking about you getting one. But Jesus Christ is here today. He's alive today and he's well today. Come on. <laughs> I'm preaching way better than you're loving and liking and shouting right now. He's Jesus. He's our God. He's our king. He's the, he's the redeemer. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He's the prince of peace. He's, he's the one that says joy unspeakable and full of glory. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's your provider. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's your, he's your banner. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's your peace. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's your healer. He's El Shaddai. He's more, not enough. He's more than enough. <laughs> Do you understand? He, he's more than enough. He's God. He's God. 
There's never been one greater. There'll never be one greater. When everybody else goes away and everything else passes away, there's one that'll still be standing. And it's God, Jehovah. You got to buy into that. Do you believe that? If you do, then I'm going to give you a couple of tips on how to walk in an attitude of expectancy. I had to take a little bit of a preach break there on my podcast. I hope you're okay with that because listen, somebody needs, listen, somebody needs to know that Jesus Christ is still in control of your life. He is not, he is not a man that he should lie. He's not, he's not wrapped up. He's not, he's not watching CNN. He's not watching Fox news. He's not looking at a Bloomberg. He's not clicking on the link. He's not on Twitter. He's Jesus. He knows already how this thing's going to end. And he's not worried. He's not scared of what you're scared of. Matter of fact, in the Bible, when he was in the boat with his disciples and they were freaking out because there was a storm going on, he was sleeping in the boat. If the boat would have went down, Jesus would have went down. The boat's not going down, folks. Jesus Christ is in the boat. And if you're in the boat with him, then you're not going down. Come on. You got to read the back of the book. You got to see how the story ends. The story hasn't changed. The end of the story hasn't changed. The enemy would like to blur the pages, but he can't. It's written in blood. It's written in the blood of Jesus Christ, and it's, it's permanent. It's not going anywhere. There's nothing that the enemy can do to ever wash away what Jesus Christ did. Emperors have tried to do it for decades, for centuries. Kings and queens have tried to do it. I'm talking about politicians have tried to wipe out what Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus Christ. They've tried to wash it. It's, 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 they tried to put it out of out of our history books but I'm here to tell you that it's here today he's alive and he's not going anywhere he is the same yesterday today and forever that's a preach break I'm going to move on you got to speak life that's what I was doing just now by the way see I didn't write any of that Jesus did God wrote that that's not from David that's not the book of David that's the book of the Lord that's the holy bible I just spoke the word of God your attitude is something that's going to shift you into a specific direction and that direction is where you're going to go because listen the direction you go is going to be dictated by your attitude and your attitude is going to be set in motion by what you speak speaking life over death will change your perspective you need come on you need to you need a perspective change you need to change what you're looking at when peter and john were walking into the temple one day there was a man that had sat there at the gate of beautiful all his life, and he begged for money. He was, he, was, he was handicapped, and he couldn't get up. He was lame, and, and, he, and he laid there, and he begged for alms, and it said that as Peter and John walked by, that Peter said, look at us, and the, and, and the, the translation is only a couple of times in the Bible. It's once there, and it's in, I'll tell you where the other place is in a minute, but it says that look on us. He said he looked on Peter and John, meaning in that phrase, it means that he literally took his eyes off of what he was looking at, and he changed his focus onto them. And then they went on to say, silver and gold, I don't have any money, but what I have, I give to you. Now get up and walk in the name of Jesus. The other place that that phrase is used is in Hebrews 12, where it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. It means to take your eyes off of what they're looking at. Take your eyes off of what you're reading. Take your eyes off of what dictates your fear of what the enemy is feeding you with, of the thing that's siphoning out your faith. Take it off of that and fix your fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Come on now. Church, rise up. Rise up. Speak life. Speaking life over death will change your perspective, which changes your attitude. And here's another thing, really. Listen, the enemy, not only speak life, but expect great things. And what do you mean by that? I'm not, listen, what I'm saying is this. 
you, you, it's easy for you to open your mouth. Like right now, open your mouth and speak it. But do you expect it? Expect The second point, we'll put it up on the screen. The second point is expect great things. You won't always be able to control your circumstances. But you can choose how these circumstances and situations will affect your attitude. Here's what I'm saying. you got to expect great things. You can't, you can't let the words no more than leave your mouth. And when they leave your lips, the enemy siphons that and steals it out of the air because you spoke it, but you didn't take the first step towards it. You have to speak it, and then you got to expect that that seed is going to grow. Because look, the Bible talks about the parable of the sower. It talks about the fact that seeds are planted on different ground. Don't let it be planted on rocky ground, stony ground, shallow ground, where the sun's going to burn it or where the birds are going to come and get it. But let it be planted in good soil. You have to expect great things. You can't control your insert circumstances. You'll never be able to control the circumstances that go on around you, no matter how much you try. But you can always choose how the circumstances around you and the situations around you will affect your attitude. Use your attitude to your advantage. Amen. Use your attitude to your advantage. Speak life and expect great things. I'm going to move on to the third point. Stay plugged in. Folks, stay plugged in. Stay plugged in the church. Man, do not use this time frame to say, well, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm tempted just like you are. You know, I, I, you know we, we've been changing things up at church. You know, I haven't gone. Or blah, blah, blah. Stay plugged into the church. Stay plugged into the word of God. It's during these times that we need it more than ever. You need to hear messages of faith. Because listen, God knows that you're hearing, you're hearing everything else going on. And you don't need something else that's going to speak death into your life. But you need to stay plugged in. It's important that we keep ourselves plugged in to God's word. Get in on a reading plan. I've got 20 of them in version. Over 600,000 people have downloaded them. So get one of those if you want. Matter of fact, this is based on one of those. I have one called Attitude of Expectancy that my team helped write. So listen, it's important we keep ourselves plugged into the word of God in order to ensure that our expectations will align with what he says. Because look, here's the deal. Let me just go ahead and give you some enlightenment here. The word of God is ancient, right? It's, it was written thousands of years ago, but here's the deal. It's relevant today, but the word of God doesn't activate in your life until you plug into it. So here's the deal. God, in order to ensure that our expectations are going to be met, we have to align ourselves and our faith through speaking life, through uh, expecting positive and great things to happen, and then staying plugged in. We have to align our faith with in our life with what his word says. Our successes in anything that we do are directly aligned with our willingness to keep God at the forefront of everything we do. Listen, I don't know about you, but I've tried it every other way. I've tried every other shortcut. I've tried every other guru. I've tried, I've tried it. It doesn't work. Got to stay plugged in. The last point, pray a prayer or an act of expectancy. Prayer equals an act of expectancy. Pray the word of God. Not just pray, Lord, Lord, dear Lord, I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to to take. I'm not talking, but pray a prayer of power. Hey, God. I'm here. You know what I'm walking through. You know the circumstances that I'm facing. You know, God, the, the darkness that's around me. You know the, 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 the marriage I'm in. You know, God, what my children are experiencing. You know what my bank account looks like. You know what my business is do, going through. Father, you know what the, what, what's going on around me. You know the depression I'm facing. You know, God, that I'm stuck. God, you know that I, I, God, God, I'm not where I want to be in life. God, you know all of these things, Lord. And Father, God, I'm coming to you to remind you that I know what your word says about these situations. That Jeremiah 29, 11, 
11 says, God, that you have plans for me, plans of hope, God, and that your word says, God, in Ephesians 3.20, that you're able to do exceeding and abundantly, God, above all that I can ask or think according to your power, God, that's working in me, Father. And I know that, God, your word says in Romans 8.38, God, that all things work together for the good to them that love God and to them that are the called according to his purpose. And, God, I know that in 2 Corinthians 10.4, God, your word says that the weapons of my warfare, God, they're not carnal. They're not, God, man, I'm not fighting against man, but, Father, God, they're, they're mighty through God, and they pull down strongholds, God, and they cast down, God, these imaginations that exalt themselves, that raise themselves in my mind against the knowledge of who you are. And I'm coming to you now, God, to claim what your word says, that it won't return void and that you are greater, God, because you're in me than he that's in the world. And, God, if you're for me, who could be against me, God? And you see what I'm doing? I'm praying the word of God through an act of expectancy. I'm, I'm igniting God. I'm turning God on because I'm reminding him of what he said. See, listen, when you remind God, your father, your Abba, your daddy father of what he said, it, he, it's like my son, my daughter. They listen to me. They, 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 they know my word. They have it in their heart. And it moves God. He's moved by your faith. When we as Christians pray, we expect an answer, and we receive it accordingly. Prayer has the power to change darkness into light. It, def it changes defeats into victories. How many need some defeats to be turned in? How many need some wins? <laughs> How many are tired of losses? Come on. Are you tired of losses? God doesn't lose, folks. He's never lost. He's undefeated. He's the undisputed, unanimous at the top of the pile, not even close, blowing out on every fight, undefeated, unanimous, heavyweight, lightweight, middleweight, welterweight, featherweight champion of the universe. He's Alpha Omega. He is God of gods and King of kings and Lord of lords. Come on, somebody. Prayer changes darkness into light. It changes your defeats into victories. How many need some wins? And when you pray, pray with an attitude of expectancy. Somebody needs to turn God on today. You don't got to beg him, folks. I'm speaking to somebody right now. Don't beg God. He's all, he wants to do it. He's already done it. He's waiting for you to come to the end of yourself so he can do what he does. Come on. He's God. He wants to show off. He wants to show off. You get that? He wants to show. This whole thing is about him. It's not about you. It's not about America. It's not about the world. It's, not, it's about the people that Jesus died. It's about Jesus. This whole thing is about him. Are you getting this now? It's about him. If you want to join Game Changer Group, it's in the comments. And I hope this was helpful to you. If this was helpful, man, tell somebody. Invite someone into our group. Why? I, you know, because I just, I just want to see people's lives touched. And I want you, I, I know you feel that way. So if this is helpful, let me know. Comment below. If you watch this later on, we have a lot of people that watch this throughout the week in different sources. And when you watch this, just because it's not live, don't think that we're not going to see it. But make sure you put a comment below whatever that comment is, just say, hey, you know what? It touched my life. This part touched my life. This part, the Lord really spoke to me here. God really is doing something in my life. Whatever it is, and comment and share it, please. Love you guys. 
Then again, I want to thank you guys for listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. And I'm not sure if we can do that in the comments, but if we can, we can maybe put those links as well so that you can easily find it on one of those three platforms. If you want to listen to it anytime, you want to download this podcast and uh, listen, go back and listen. All the other past episodes are on there as well. Um, if you're watching this live, it'll be on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook uh, archived. You have to scroll down. But uh, I want to thank you guys. We do pin it to the top of the page in Game Changer Group for the next week. And uh, so if you want to go back and watch it and invite someone into that group or you can go and watch it yourself. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out. I hope I inspired you in some way. Remember, come on now. Come on, speak life. Have an attitude of expectancy. Let's do this thing.